Welcome to Business Startup Success. I'm your host, Glenn Grant, coming to you live from my Los Angeles studio. And I'm, of course, got my trusted uh, studio engineer and sound recorder, Tux the Cat, assisting me today. And we're going to talk about exit strategies, liquidity events. We may think that um, we know what our exit strategy is and that it's kind of obvious, but actually there's some very important things to understand about your exit strategy and how you articulate that to your investors. So let's get into today's episode. So most people say, you know, Glenn, it's kind of, you know, duh, we want to go public. Well, most early stage companies, most early stage entrepreneurs want that. That's a dream. You know, we want to be able to take a company public. Not everybody, but but a lot of people do. The other bucket that people fall into is um, they want to run a lifestyle business. And they, meaning they want to have the business for 20 years. Um, that may not sit well with your investors, but at any rate, let's get back to the IPO. So most, most entrepreneurs will tell you, oh, I want to take my company public. Well, going public requires quite a bit of a, a run rate, a revenue run rate. You know, you've got to have a whole hell of a lot going on with your company to go public. And it starts with having a massive amount of revenues. Um, you know, yeah, you can back into a shell and put it on, you know, and, and become a penny stock. And, you know, we saw a lot of that in the late 90s and the early 2000s. But that's nothing to be proud of. If you really want to um, go public, there's a lot there. But here's my, here's my key piece of information for this episode is it's very important that you articulate very specifically to smart money investors. It's one thing when you're dealing with friends and family and you're raising, you know, 10, 20, 30 grand from a, from a friend or a family member. Quite another though, when you are raising a hundred thousand or half a million, uh, from a smart money investor, you gotta be on the ball and do your due diligence and really understand what publicly traded companies are in your specific industry sector and why they would take you out, why they would buy you. Because you have to articulate an, a liquidity event, some type of exit strategy for your private money investors, whether they're venture capitalists or just high net worth individuals. They wanna know, hey, if I'm gonna write you a check for 200 grand, am I gonna get my money back somewhere in the next two to five years? And you might be thinking, well, you know, by that time we'll be doing 30 million a year in revenues. Well, maybe but you have to really research your space and the competitors in that space. Why would they buy you? You know, not everybody is going to purchase your company as a competitor just because you have revenues. And so it's very, very critical to understand, you know, and that speaks to value proposition. Really, what is your value proposition? Is your product, is your service disruptive enough And do you have enough defense of that? Maybe it's software. Um, You know, there's a variety of things. Uh, It's something that's you've differentiated your product or your service so much from your competitors. There's got to be, as we say, a secret sauce of something that would make it a valid reason why they would purchase you. And so, you know, if if your competitor that's publicly traded is doing say 300 million a year in revenues or maybe they're a billion dollar company would they really buy you if you're doing 30 million and why and so i mentioned this in today's episode because 
It's easy as an entrepreneur, whether you're a solopreneur or you've got you know three to five team members. You, it's so easy to get lost in the weeds of the excitement of you've got this product or this service, you've raised some money, you're getting it out into the marketplace, you're starting to get some revenues, so you're seeing some traction and it's starting to resonate and you just get caught up in all of that. But you gotta be able to step outside, look at it from an investment banker standpoint, look at it from a high net worth, private savvy investor who's used to writing large checks in early stage companies. They have a lot of skepticism and you need to have skepticism. I can't tell you how many hundreds and hundreds of companies that have been thrown millions and millions of dollars of venture capital financing have crashed and burned throughout the last 25 years, 30 years. I mean, we could just be here for hours and hours illuminating one story after number. Companies that had 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 million of, of capital behind them. So I'm, I'm asking you to, sh to understand that perspective. There's so many early stage companies that have walked before you. You know, this is the year 2023. I could just develop a list a mile long from companies in 97, 98, 2003, 2005 that have just had just millions of dollars thrown at them and it didn't work out. And so I'm not being a Debbie Downer here. We're not saying your company's not going to work out. We're not saying you can't uh, get this thing off the ground, out into the marketplace, financed, and hit a massive home run. Nobody's saying that at all. Just know that in the year 2023, hundreds and hundreds and just literally thousands of companies have come before you, been incredibly well financed, and crashed and burned for a variety of reasons. It could be, you know, the, the, the CEO's personality and the you know, bad management decisions. It could be, um, you know, I could give you 10 reasons of, of why this happens. There's so many reasons why. Um, so it's really important to, uh, to research your exit strategy, not just talk about it. Oh, we're, we're going to get bought out by our competitors in three years once we you know, show a little bit of disruption in this space. Maybe not. You know, you got to really take some time in your business plan to drill down and understand your business model and really ask yourself, put yourself in, the, in their shoes. Would you really buy, you know, if you're a $400 million a year publicly traded company or a $2 billion a year publicly traded company, would you buy a, uh, an early stage uh, company that's in your space now that's doing 30 million? You know, what would be the multiple? You know, and you have to understand every industry has different multiples. You know, the software industry, I've seen multiples in the software industry run from a 10 times multiple up to 30 or 40 times multiple. I've seen service businesses that have a, 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 a multiple of three on net revenues. That's not very much. Um, so, you know, I mean, I used to work, I started my career working for a $2 billion a year company uh, ABM Industries. And, you know, that's a service company. That's a commercial janitorial company. Nothing sexy about that at all. And when if they were going to go out and acquire a company, let's say, is doing $5 million a year, and they're dropping on their VGP line, their variable gross profit line of, say, 10%, so they're dropping 500000 the multiple on that is, is a million five. That's not very much. That's three times net earnings, net, net, net revenue net profit rather, excuse me. So that's not a lot. 
So some industries have huge multiples. You got to know that. And then there has to be, it's almost like you have to be prepared to write a white paper on why somebody's going to buy you at a certain stage. Because you have to really get that in front of investors and it has to be solid. Because that's also a fairness doctrine. You know, put yourself in the investor's shoes. They're scratching you a check for $200,000. Or maybe they're a strategic partner and they're investing a million. You know, you want to sleep good at night. You want to be a good human. And so you want to be able to not throw a bunch of puff at people. You don't want to look at, you know, you don't want somebody looking at you thinking you're manipulative or you're you know full of BS. You want to be realistic and say, hey, you know, I've done my homework in this area. I've done my due diligence. And see, that's the, actually the thing that will help you and your team. Do your homework. Have a realistic reasons why, because you've done that homework, that you're going to be acquired and have that liquidity event and have that exit strategy. That's going to make for a really fun process. Everybody's going to be a lot happier in the journey because let me tell you, having a startup, getting it out there in the marketplace and eventually being acquired or if you really hit it out of the ballpark, someday you go public. It's an amazing journey, but there's a lot of key things that you need to do along the way. And this is one of them.